Welcome back to the Wolf of Queen Street podcast series. Welcome back to the video or the audio series. But before we get started today, I just want to do a shout out to my sponsors. Lighthouse Financial, our leading provider of financial solutions for their owners and property investors across New Zealand. They specialize in helping property investors grow their wealth via access to expert financial planning, mortgage funding, tax structures, and accounting advice. They take the complicated process of looking at property, wanting to invest, or just in your financial accounts at the end of the year, make it really simple. And as a person that uses Lighthouse Financial Services, I can tell you it is simple, it is easy, and it's an amazing team. And you can find them at lighthousefinancial.co.nz. But today I'm pretty pumped uh, to have Hadley Nightingale on my show, the founder of NZ Property Buyers, someone that I've seen pop up on my social media sort of the last handful of months, running um, sort of um, content out there about looking for property, helping people to find their next investment or their first home or and so forth. And I wanted to bring Hadley onto the show and talk about what NZ Property Buyers is about and what they're providing to the New Zealand market that is different to maybe some other companies that are out there. So Hadley, welcome to the show. Cool, thank, thanks for having me. That's amazing. Um, I said to Hadley, uh, fun enough of, of is I went down and as I always do is uh, I do actually do some research on my guests and I went and found NZ uh, Property Buyers website and I had to read about what they're about. And very few times do I actually read off straight what a website says about a company because I can write down a few notes and I can sometimes feel I can say it actually better. But it's so well written, Hadley. I don't know if it was yourself written, written this or someone else. So you've got a copywriter to do it. But I just want to read you what NZ Property Buyers are about, and you can understand why I want to have this discussion. So it says, New Zealand Property Buyers is an agency with the buyer in mind, not the seller, the buyer. We represent the buyers through the purchasing process. The company was founded on the basis that there's a severe lack of representation in the real estate market for the buyer. I 100% agree with this. Every week we see people who are either buying their first home or have limited experience of the process going up against career professionals who know how to get the best out of for their vendors. Now, very simply, um, that is just, I see it every single day. It is so true out there. Someone looking to buy a property and so forth goes in and has no idea what they're doing. But on the other side, they've got all the support of the agents and everyone else trying to support the seller to get the most money. I'm guessing, Hadley, this is why you started up this company to see if you could make a difference. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. It was it was something that that I found when I first started buying property. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got some education. I got some people around me to teach me how to get going and and how to how to uh, grasp the concepts. And then as I started going out to open homes, spending time on the weekends, and and you'd hear people talking to agents and and I, I think it's probably one of the the biggest mistakes people make is, is, is they talk to real estate agents when they're when they're buying homes mm-hmm. um and i say that because they basically go oh, look you know I'm, I'm after this house i've got a budget of four hundred thousand. we like this part of the house we don't like that this is what we're gonna do and and they lay all their cards out there mm-hmm. um and so we, we i'd go to these open homes and i'd hear people getting given advice that may or may not have been right. And then um, you hear people, you know, that have got no real idea what a place is worth putting in offers. Um, and then as I, as I got along the track a little bit, uh, I, I got into the real estate industry some more and you'd go into a real estate office and they go, oh, you know, the vendor was only after 
400, but we sold it for 450. And it, I mean, the, the selling agent was doing their job, but it just really yep. got under my skin that um, that there was being, you know, that that was happening, and there was there was no representation on the buying side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I can sell from from my experience. I ran a a, a flipping business, uh, buying and renovating selling a handful of years ago. Uh, we're going around close to four or five years ago. Did it for did that for about two or three years. And I can tell you, because I'd done it all in one area in one suburb, I became very well known with the real estate agents. But because I became very well known is I got to see more things than the normal buyer, um, the buyer would. So I got given leeway in certain areas. I got given information that you normally wouldn't get. And that's the sort of stuff that would really drive where I knew my exact price points were. Fundamentally, the agents would do that because they knew I would buy. And if I bought from them, I was going to sell and I'd likely need an agent to sell. So they would know if they could sell it to me, they could sell the same house twice in two to three months. So the information they were willing to share or guide me with was way different to someone else that was just coming off on a one buy situation. And it is so true in situations where, you know, without, I would never name and stuff, but there was times where I was fully guided in how I should make a decision. Now, I was guided to my benefit in this situation. That doesn't mean it's everyone else's because this, uh, these agents wanted multiple sales. Um, but this goes both ways. I was, yeah. I was guided in a benefit way and other people are guided in a negative way. And I'm, that's exactly what you said, Hadley. Yeah, de- definitely. I mean, it, 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 I find it really interesting um, yeah, that that people get guidance on this from, from their Uncle Bob or their, their cousin at the barbecue who says, look, I, I've bought one house in my life. This is what you should do or this is what you, you shouldn't do. And this, this is what or people talk to other people at work and go, what do you reckon? I'm looking at this house. What do you reckon it's worth? And you mm-hmm. go, guys, you're, you're, spending, you're spending large chunks of money here and you're asking your workmate who's never bought a house either, <laughs> you know, what, what to do or, or how you should go about it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's intriguing. It is, uh, um, it is. It totally is intriguing uh, because I love property so much, and it's a big passion of mine. Um, I'll have uh, friends or colleagues that don't know, or I've just been introduced, and we start talking into it. And it's funny because as soon as you actually can talk the right education, all of a sudden, if that person was interested in what you, you had to say, they'll turn around and go, "Okay, yep, yep, I'm listening." And they're actually really engaged because they can see you telling them the right stuff. And that's the same sort of stuff what you provide and um, Hadley out there to the market. So obviously, yeah. just to anyone that's listening or watching at the moment, just to, to, um, to clarify, um, what Hallie does is a buyer's agent. So he helps people buy the property that they're looking for, um, either by consultant, the whole full process, um, or just where they need someone to come in from an education point or a leadership point of view. And depending, yeah. obviously, on that whole relationship is what it's sort of cost point will go to you. We won't go into the cost point because that's stuff you can chat to Hadley if you're interested. But that's what he does um, and provides you with those guidance. Now, obviously, in the market, Hadley, we sit at the moment, is there's been massive changes around legislation, around taxes and everything else. And this sort of view of, uh, I just released an episode uh, a couple of days ago before we filmed this of where this sort of property investment is still the way to go, actually, because of all these big things. So I can imagine people coming to you at the moment um, the biggest thing they might be asking is about, okay, Hadley, I want you to find me investment property. And I can imagine the biggest thing that they mention is cash flow. Uh, yeah. How do we go about 
cash flow good, cash flow in the right way, whether they have the right understanding of in, of cash flow education. I can imagine you have people coming to you and go, Hadley, we want to buy a house that has exceptionally good cash flow. And you go, what is, how much cash flow do you want? And they go, I don't know. Okay, no, because they don't, yeah. they might not have that. So, talk me through sort of um, cash flow focus at the moment around the market. Yeah, it's it's one it's one of the things that that I, that I get a lot from from people is um, when I say, look, what 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 are you what are you looking for? I I want a, I want a really good deal, and you go, awesome. Okay, what what does that look like? Mm. Like like a good deal, well, like a good deal would look. And um, I mean the 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 thing with it is is it comes back to what you were saying earlier is is around the education and mm-hmm. and it's a big part of of what I do is 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 sharing knowledge with people and whether they decide to go with us or whether they decide not to, you know, either ways, you know, regardless, they've just got to leave knowing a little bit more than, than when they started. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so at the moment with, like you're saying, the new tax changes and, and things like that, the cash flow side of the equation from an existing build, pro, uh, existing build house, because that, that's all we specialize in. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do new builds and we don't sell anything. Um, so our, our specialties in high yield, high capital growth uh, properties and getting the combination of the two. Um, mm-hmm. But with the tax changes, it's it's really important that we need to be more cash flow focused to to offset uh, any of those tax implications if we're not doing um, huge renovations. And there's there's obviously that that pillar there where you go one extreme and, and all you get. Uh, yield, and you go the other extreme, and and all you get capital growth, and the yield disappears. So it's about finding that that balancing act, but having it in mind to go right. This is what we're going to do. This is what phase two looks like, mm-hmm. uh, and and there's just got to be that cash flow upside of of whatever you're doing now. So you mentioned at the moment, just quickly uh, before I want to go back to the point, phase two. Talk to the people at the moment. How do you mean when you mention phase two? Yeah, so everything that, that I look at um, at the moment has to have what I call phase two. So mm-hmm. we, we buy the house or we buy the property or we buy whatever we're buying looks what it looks like now. Um, and, and one of the biggest things we find is people get so hung up with what a property looks like today. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's why people lost a, lose a, a lot of good deals or, or pass them by uh, is because they can't see the opportunity that's in that phase two. So is mm-hmm. that the fact that we, we buy the house now that's at a lower yield, but we can turn it into two units? Is it the fact that we can shift the house on the section to mm-hmm. put another um, house on there? So it's about that that forward thinking and going, right, we might hold this for, for 12 months like it is, mm-hmm. but step two of this process is going to allow us to do X and, and help us move forward. No, that's great. Uh, it's great to, to show that because, yeah, t- I totally agree with you. There's times where people would walk in and look at a place. You know, I've I've bought and I've looked at places that you couldn't pay me to outside of buying it, step inside the house. Um, and to a lot of uneducated people or people that doesn't realize would look at it and go, no, no, there's no ways I'm touching it. There's no ways I'm going to go through and because uh, they, they don't have that right education or their right understanding where you would come in and talking through from that second phase you know and there was also something interesting that you said earlier and we had a bit of we just had the joke about it was you know what is a good deal um to any to any property investor whether it's mom and pop or to anyone that has the right education if you go to them what is the what is uh, a good deal they should and most times 
will be able to give you a number straight away off the back of the head. They would be able to go, hey, a good deal looks like this this much cash flow per week um, is what I want to clear. And if yeah. you don't be if you aren't able to say that or understand that straight away within you know twenty seconds, think about it. Okay, a good deal to me is two hundred week two hundred dollars a week cash flow or, or four hundred dollars a week cash flow or or I want to have gross yield at eight percent or nine percent. And if you can't answer that question straight off the bat, then it shows that there's something lacking where you need the guidance from Hadley or anyone else, and that's um, in the market space to be able to show, to do that. Because people are like, oh, I want a good deal. I want to go buy a house where it just showed in the last 12 months it did 25% um, capital gain growth. And you go, oh, yeah, it's going to do 25% in the next 12 months. No, it doesn't mean that. Yeah. Last, last 12 months doesn't mean it's the same thing in the next 12 months. Because a lot of people look online and they go, oh, yeah, it means it's just going to replicate itself. It's going to copy itself and keep following forward. Um, that's not the case. There's places that go up. There's places that go down. There's very few places that go down at the moment, but there is still places that are not as great as other places. Yeah, 100%. I was was just reading back through Tribe of Mentors, uh, just to go off on a slight tangent, reading through Tribe of Mentors last night, and there was a quote in there, and I can't remember who it was by, um, but they said, uh, if great great opportunities uh, get missed by a lot of people because they, they don't understand the detail, but mm-hmm. if, if if everyone could see uh, great opportunities on the surface, that they'd be gone before anyone knew about them. That's probably not the exact quote, but it was something yeah. something along very, along those lines. Very simple. Yeah, I mean, I know uh, people out there, and you know, to anyone that's listening, that's that's thinking about you know their first investment going into it and stuff like that, and going, I can put my hand up. I'm sure Hadley can do it and everyone else can go, and, man, I look at someone else and I've got uh, people in my circle and I look and I go, wow, that's an amazing deal. I wish I could have bought that place. Those little, you know, and whether it's your first investment and so forth, those little goose, um, golden goose eggs aren't like hen's teeth. They don't not exist. They're actually there all the time. It's just about the education and knowing how to get into them and what to do, as he says, in phase two to, to try and achieve that. And I guess one of the biggest things, Haley, around that is uh, a big strategy of buying. You know, what is the sort of main strategy that you would guide people or we talk to people to? Because obviously people come to you and go, I want first investment or I want my ex investment or I need help to find a home or a investment. Um, I roughly want this good good return and, you know, uh, and those discussions. And then I'm guessing the next sort of thing is talking about the, the strategy behind also about buying um, that property as well. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think that the worst, one of the, the, the biggest mistakes again, that, that we see people making is, is people go and spend a whole lot of time looking at property. Mm-hmm. Then they, then they go, Oh, I've, I've found this really great house. And then they go, yeah, I think it's in an okay area. And then they go, oh, but it won't cash flow. Or it, I'm, I'm after a solely growth strategy, but it's in a really high yielding area. Um, really important to, to reverse engineer this and go, right, what, what, strat- what, what am I actually trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. Is it that I'm chasing cash flow? Is it that I'm chasing growth? Is it the combination of the two? Um, do I need to buy some existing property and then put some new builds into my portfolio to, to level things out. Where, where does the strategy sit in this? And then start going, looking at, at what areas you're going to look in and then the properties that are mm-hmm. going to fit those three. Because instead of looking at 
20,000 properties, you've, you've narrowed things down to a, to a much smaller funnel and, and you become, you can become a lot more targeted. So that, that's the key there in terms of working out what you're going to do. And then there's pockets around the country. Cause it's one of the things I get asked. Oh, mm. so what areas are you buying for clients at the moment? And you go, well, I, I can tell you all the areas. I can, I can tell everywhere. you what I do. Yeah, if, everywhere, everywhere. Wherever there's, the strategy, wherever there's right? a deal, yeah. Wherever there's a deal that that's going to work for us, we'll yeah. we'll go. Provided there's there's the underlying infrastructure to support mm. that. But it's it's the the thing of you know, work out what you, what you want to achieve, and then we'll we'll work out where you're going to go. Yep. Not we'll work out the the house, and then hope everything else uh, aligns with that. So yep. you end up end up doing a whole lot of tail chasing. There's nothing worse, again, from even my own experience and seeing it from uh, friends, of going through a property or looking at a property, walking around going, I, I love this place, and then realizing that it has no value from an investment point of view. You know, that, uh, you know, whether your education was wrong in the old school, yes, I, know, I buy it in the best street and all the rest of it, and it doesn't cash flow now. Yeah, there's nothing worse than walking into uh, walk into a place and go, oh my goodness, this is perfect and everything else. Mm-hmm. You walk outside and and um, you know you you work everything out and then you're like, oh, you should know a lot of that guide points, you know, yeah. or the, the 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 pressure points where you want to lead yourself into before you even go to that. Because it's a big question a lot of people ask me around um, around property, like Lawrence, how do you make decisions? From my own personal strategy, talking about now, how do I make decisions on what do I buy, what don't I buy, or what I look to buy? I mean, when I say buy, I don't buy, or <laughs> I wish I could buy all the time. Um, but I say I've got my I've got my strategies. Same what Hadley will show people. I've got a strategy that works for me and my family personally. Doesn't mean it's yeah. going to work for everyone else. And my strategy, I've got five criteria and stuff that I work through. And if and once that strategy spits out the other side, it gives me a calculation or a number, as I say. And I've got a box that that has a range of where this sits in. And if mm-hmm. this number sits in that box and that are my expectations are, then no matter what, I will be trying to buy that house, that property, that apartment, whatever it is for my strategy. I don't care if it's it doesn't have consent. I don't care if it's purple, pink, and it's broken and it's mm-hmm. everything else. My whole system and my strategy behind it got me to that point that said, if everything comes through that funnel in this area, then you're going to try and actually do a deal uh, deal with it. And I'm guessing, and fundamentally, this is exactly what you'll be doing, Hadley, with um, the buyers. Yeah, it's probably you know I, the the two the two things I do: number one, purchase property, and second, become a counselor. Uh, for, for some people around, and, and I say I say that jokingly. Hey, my, marriage counselor, marriage counselor. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, my, my my clients are fantastic. There's there's no there's no two ways about that. Uh, but I mean that that's that's the thing, especially when it's your your first you know your your first investment that you're buying, is mm-hmm. is a, it's a big decision. And and I remember the first property that myself and my partner at the time bought. It was mm. uh, in Oxford Street in Palmerston North, uh, back when you could buy a, a house in Palmerston North for the middle of Palmerston North for 250 grand and um, walked, walked in the front door. The outside looked okay. Um, there was a, it was a 1920s villa walked in there, stepped through the front door and there was like incense burning. So they were trying to cover up the smell of, uh, of the marijuana they have been smoking. And then the, the agent hadn't quite got to, to take in the, the drug paraphernalia off the, off the windowsill. <laughs> 
and uh, and there was mold, and and my partner at the time was like, right, we're we're out of here. I'm I'm gone. Rather than mm-hmm. than working out the numbers, go hang on, let's just let's work through this and and see where we're see where we're going to end up. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned turned out to be a, a fantastic investment, and and cost us you know about thirty five grand to to fix everything that that needed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. But from a from an emotional perspective. Was a case of what, 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 what? Are, if what it's only do? gone off the the emotion, yeah. What, what the hell are we doing here? It's just, yep. um, just crazy. But yeah, it, it's really important when we're when we're looking at investment property. What are the numbers? What do the numbers say? What are the the mm-hmm. factual statistical evidence that we that we have to support this? And uh, if it, if it works, let's buy it. If not, we'll mm-hmm. we'll move on to the next one. And if we haven't found it today, there'll be something else that that pops up that that'll fit that and it might just take a little bit longer but it's better that we buy the right property uh because that's the other thing too people go i need a property now um and they buy one that doesn't tick all those boxes um Mm -hmm. and you end up running into trouble with that as well yeah i've i'm a bit um when i when i want to get i want to get in there as well myself and uh but luckily because i've got these rule sets it has to go through that now in a sense, be able to rush. So if I'm in the opportunity to be able to buy, I'm like, yes, I want to get one today, tomorrow, like yeah. this week, I got to make it happen. But luckily, because I've got this right strategy and education, uh, no matter what, um, and even my wife, I've spoken about this before on the show, we've, we've got, you know, the five rules. She'll go, what is, yep. what, are, what does the rule say? Does it work? And as long as she go, as long as I can say, yep, it shows you it is, yeah, it's working. She goes, then it's fine. She, if I go, it's close. She's like, it's not working. Close doesn't yeah. work. It's got to fit. Yeah. So, um, so totally. But um, Hadley, something else you, you spoke about just in, a, in the beginning, a little bit you touched on, we talk about stage two at, at the moment. So obviously, you know, uh, someone comes to you looking to buy or want your guidance. We spoke about looking at the cash flow and, and what that is about, uh, talking about the strategy of buying. But there's obviously something else. Um, there's a strategy of buying, but then there's also another layer to it, and it's sort of the creativity around what we call the stage two of two of the buy itself of uh, what it is now and what I'm going to move it towards or transition it towards as well from a property point of view, whether it's renovation, subdivision, a unit, and so forth. There's a whole big piece about that that a lot of people also forget about that forms part of this circle of buying an investment property. Yeah, so the the the, the creativity side of it um, is, is becoming more and more uh, more and more important as mm-hmm. to to how we're looking at things uh, and and imagination in terms of how things can it, it comes back to the opportunity thing that we were talking about before um, mm-hmm. when you have a trained eye or when you've got an experienced eye that you can look at something and go from previous experience and the previous deals that I've done. Uh, and what I know from the local council in the area, uh, I can get away with, or I can turn this house into two units. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that with the the land size that we're going to get, you know, at least two houses onto this property. Um, and so it, it really comes down to the, the foresight in terms of what you can do with the house, but also to... Uh, I think people, uh, from a negotiation standpoint, people get so hung up on price, mm-hmm. um, too. And and sometimes it's really good to take a step back, and and find out. And it it's probably one of the most bantered around comments. Oh, ask the agent why the vendor's selling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you go to in any education person will say, you know, if you talk to an agent, always, always ask them why the vendor's selling. Um, most of the time, they won't they won't tell you exactly what the what the case is, but it's about finding out those those terms around that because sometimes terms for people can be you know can be far more important mm-hmm. uh, from a creativity side of things than um, that than what price itself. So uh, to give an example around Christmas time, we got a had a place under contract. The vendors wanted it settled by Christmas. Um, so we were like 35 grand less than another offer that they they got through the door. But because we had five days to get finance sorted and then we could settle in five days, um, the, the vendor was much more happy with that. So they had their money and they could they could get going at Christmas time mm-hmm. rather than the other person's offer that was, we want vacant possession and, and two months later. So creativity from the what can we do with it perspective, but also to from the um, from the negotiation standpoint as well. Yeah, it's so true. You know, yes, ask asking the agent what what why they're selling and so forth will some will very rarely um, get you all the information. But sometimes it does also give you uh, a, a slip up or does give you a little bit of information. Like you said, people want to be out earlier. Oh, therefore I can utilize that to my power. You've got a great deal because you could settle quicker. Um, I've spoken to agents before and they've gone, oh, so I've looked at a property and it has the potential, you know, this is before the the sort of the crazy boom the last two years. So the, the, the investment game wasn't as mainstream as it is now called mainstream. It's always been there though. So I looked at a property and to me, it looked like it had subdivision, it had development potential and all the rest of it. Um, and the deal was still good re- originally on the buy. So I spoke to the agent and for some reason, um, just having a long chat and we, we're talking about it and everything else, she let it slip in the sense of that the current owner looked bought it for the same exact reasons, but far out he couldn't do it. And then I was like, oh, okay, great. So yeah. therefore, this house is off the list <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he had done um, uh, done all that work. Doesn't mean look here that I couldn't take it all at that uh, that face value, but everything that was said and told to me, I, I, I could. I could respect. So sometimes um, asking those questions will lead some some golden nuggets out there as well. And as you said, the creativity of when you're buying something, what you want to do with it, um, you know, yeah. subdivide and putting a unit on and everything else. Now, I've got a question, uh, Hadley, around this at the moment, and I can imagine some of you buyers do it. Obviously, we've got this new tax changes that's going on at the moment that taxes, so I'm just going to put it real simple. It taxes yep. uh, simply um, existing dwellings um, and it doesn't tax new builds. Now, I can imagine there's buyers that come into you at the moment that are going, okay, Hadley, find me a, you know, um, the, the quarter acre property. I'm say quarter acre, and I almost, almost want to laugh because they don't really exist anymore. But <laughs> let's say the quarter, like the quarter you know, no, let's say the quarter acre property so I can put something new um, on the section as well. Because I can imagine that's something big. They're going, how do I put something, not just from a renovation, but I put something new so at least on one side of the spectrum, I can claim tax on the other side, I can't. Yeah, so I mean, I, I suppose it's, with, with what we do, we, we do everything bespoke for um, bespoke for our clients. So it, it's not one size, one size fits all. And and I suppose it's uh, I I also use Matt and the the guys at, at Lighthouse for for everything else I do as well. So my mm-hmm. my answer to that is is that in terms of tax stuff, go and talk to them. 
um because because they'll sort you out and point you in the right direction that's that you need to to go in uh and and then in in terms of how how we look at things for for what we're purchasing it it really comes down to to site layout um mm -hmm. knowing where services are how cost effective that that's that the new developments you know going going to be um as as part of that that due diligence phase to to go and to go and purchase uh well, sorry to to go in and look at that that phase too does that does that sort of answer the question yeah it totally does hadley so I'm, i know i'm putting him on the spot here because like he says he doesn't do the new boards area but it's you know it's just uh to to push him to that point um, is there anything else at the moment, you know, sort of as we're coming to uh, the end of today's show and everything else, is there anything else uh, from yourself or, or, you know, from the, the business New, New Zealand property buyers that you want to let the listeners or the watchers know about something to think about or consider at the moment in the market? Yeah, a um, couple of things. I'm going to put a caveat on everything. Everything bad I've said about real estate agents tonight. They're uh, they're, they're, awesome, they're awesome people, and 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 I've got a lot of really good friends that are, that are selling agents. So I, uh, I I do I do really like them. They they make my job. Uh, they they make everyone's life uh, easier. Um, the um, the I suppose the the second thing too is is that um, be careful where you take your advice from. Um, and and that's from the, the perspective that uh, I get told all the time that people can't do stuff. Uh, and I think one of the most important things you can do is take advice from people that tell you how you can do it, not mm -hmm. give you the reasons why you can't. Yeah. Um, and if there for some reason is that it's illegal or there is no way to, to do it, then those people are going to go, hey, look, you can't do it like that because of this, this, this and this. But have you thought about doing it or doing X this way to get you some returns rather than a rather than a blanket no? So the the source of your advice and experienced people will get you a lot further than um, your uncle at the barbecue. <laughs> I love that. I do love the shout out to the real estate agents. I got a good uh, good few friends that are real estate agents, and we yeah. always have a go at each other. So you know you got to save you got to save that relationship because fundamentally uh, we need them. <laughs> we yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> um, so Hadley, where can anyone that's um, loved what you had to say, interested in having a discussion and chat, where can they find you on social media or where, where's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, yeah, so probably best way um, is through is through Facebook, um, just page Hadley Nightingale. Um, at the other places at our website, uh, newzealandpropertybuyers.co.nz or newzealandpropertybuyers.com, uh, either will get you there. And um, feel free to, to give me a call or, or send me an email. All my, my details are, are on the website or, or on our Facebook page. And more than happy just to, to have a chat and, um, yeah, see, see where things go from there. Uh, awesome, Hadley. And as always, the, the details will be in uh, the, the description of wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. Uh, you'll be able to find Hadley's details there. And it's, um, thanks again, Hadley, for coming on. It's such a cool thing. You know, helping out people out there that needs the guidance or the education um, to how to get into the investment game from a buying point of view and making sure they get the best of what they need to do and not from the other side of the table, um, the seller gets the best for them as well. So and yeah, it's, a, it's a tug of war, but it's only yeah. fair that there's a tug on both sides, right? Otherwise, it's a little bit lopsided. And what Hadley does is he just balances that out a little bit better than everything else. So thanks so much for coming again on the show. And I hope everyone else is taking something good away from the show today, just a further education. And if you have, as always, as asked, just um, hit that uh, subscribe or like button. Make sure you sh uh, share it out or send it out to some friends that might 
take something from it. And it always, at the end of the day, as I say, um, stay safe out there at the moment, you know, and um, stay beautiful. Until next time, see ya.